in our travels, I might read the word ejaculate <laughs> maybe once every two years. Is that like a more polite term than than semen? Maybe. Because I like ejaculate. When I think of ejaculate, uh-huh. it's it's r- post come, like ex- right after you come. Oh, that's the ejaculate. But if it's in like a petri <laughs> Hold dish, on. like what, like you like milk out, like the final that business, or what do you mean? No, but like like when you bust a nut, mm-hmm. that's the ejaculate. Right. Okay. But if you bust a nut into a petri petri dish uh-huh. and leave it there for a few days, that's semen. That's no yeah. longer because it, it okay. didn't just come out of your dick. When it's in the air, yeah, it's, it's yeah. an ejaculate. <laughs> yes, that makes a lot more sense. And the second it hits the ground, once it's landed, <laughs> then it's semen, then it's come. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode two hundred thirty-nine of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week. Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, what is up? Not too much, how are you? Good, I'm sad that this is our last show together, and next week you won't be here. No, forever. What am I going to do? I don't know, man. You should hold like a reality show contest. In one week? Yes. (laughs) Well, guys, send us your tapes. (laughs) Send us your voice things. You know, that's a good thing. Let's do voicemails. We can okay. fill the air. You should send us a voicemail. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Definitely. I think I, I'm probably going to convince my wife to sit down and we'll do a short show and okay. answer some questions and have fun. Because there was a time where you were, when you, even, you were on the show, like three out of four times yeah. a month. And I can't even imagine going back to that. So, yeah, we're just going to, we'll do our best. Yes. With air, without you, bud. Please continue listening, guys. Yeah, don't stop listening because Eddie's not here. I know a lot of people at home, you have to choose a side. Are you team Eddie or team Dan? And I don't want any of those hashtag team Eddie guys, you know, bad mouthing the show or going to iTunes and leaving us a one star review. Yeah, that'd be bad news. Don't do that. Because what if I come back? Right, and you will. And we're in contract renegotiations. Yes, that's right. Eddie might go on strike. (laughs) You and the writers in Hollywood. Well, Eddie, fine. Fuck you. And then when someone crosses my house to come record the show, you'll be standing out there <laughs> with a sign and you'll be yelling at them, scab, see you crossing the picket line, scab. All right, fine. Yes. Fine. So last week's show, I'm going to give a shout out to your wife, your lovely wife, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Just in general, that's it. Yeah. I appreciate that. No, I'm, I'm sure she does too. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if I just said, you know, your wife, I just, can we just pause a minute here? I really feel like Kristen doesn't get her due, man. And I've been like ten minutes talking about your wife. You'd be like, "Uh, what are you doing?" I mean, that's one of the reasons why I won't be on next week's show. <laughs> so you're so mad, <laughs> yes, about my love with your wife. Well, you're not going to be here. That's true. Hey, man, yeah. you need me to stop by and like, you know, check the plumbing <laughs> or send over a casserole. Uh, I will <laughs> check the mailbox. Let me check her mailbox. I'll bring her a pizza, <laughs> extra sausage. Yes. All right, so your wife, though, she listens to the show, bless her heart, and on last week's show, you and I, I don't even know how we got on it, we were talking about sperm donors. Yeah. I think maybe about making money as a guy, and I mentioned something that I thought and assumed that as a woman, when you get the sperm, it's more of an IVF, which is in vitro fertilization, yeah. which is, you know, they I think they, they pull the woman's egg out right? Mm -hmm. And then they inseminate the sperm and the egg outside of the body, Mm -hmm. then put the egg back in there. I mean, that's a hardcore surgery. Yeah. Like, just imagine if 
you know, you had something taken out of your body, messed with in a lab, and then put <laughs> back in perfectly, yeah, mimicking nature. That's so expensive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work. And so I figured it was that. However, it's not even close to that. No, not at all. Not at all, Eddie. <laughs> a woman can get sperm in the mail. Yes, online, dude. Online. That easy. I went to a website. It was something like spermbankcalifornia.org. Mm-hmm. Nonprofit, whatever. Of course, they're nonprofit. <laughs> but as a woman, it costs 100 bucks, and you register. Mm-hmm. Or what if you're a man? And you just wanted to get that frozen sperm and just eat it or make a cocktail out of it or just, but if you want to, this would be a very expensive prank because it's about $700 a bottle. Yeah. So if you wanted to get that just to throw someone else's sperm, oh, what about a crime? You know? Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. But I bet you someone's come if it's in a registry, like a sperm bank registry. I wonder if that's commingled with the police records. That's and would that even question. matter? Like, what if I said, hold on a second, your honor, I'm a sperm donor. Mm-hmm. Then they probably would have to go back, find that woman's records, and then see if it matches up with my sperm. It's not like double blind. So do you think they do a DNA test on the sperm? When? When, when I, you... Yes. Yeah? Okay. Because when you give them sperm, so I took some, I even took some notes. <laughs> I did some research. So... Deep dive. When you... All right, Pause. Let's let's start with the lady. Okay. Okay. So the lady comes in. She wants sperm. She's not playing a prank. Mm -hmm. She's not buying it to eat like some vampire at a blood bank. (laughs) She's not some lady who lives off sperms. And this is the only way she can get sustenance. You know, she could just. Lives off sperms. Individual sperms. (laughs) I'm I'm picturing her like that scene in, um, uh, what is it? It's when Mickey Mouse does uh, the Christmas story. And he's, he's Bob Cratchit's, you know, what, what is that? Uh, Charles Dickens Christmas tale, Christmas, yeah. whatever. No, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking what about. What is it? Anyways, there's a Mickey Mouse version and Mickey Mouse plays Bob Cratchit and his son's at home and they're cutting up a pea. They're like <laughs> cutting up one single pea and eating it. I, I always think about that scene. Okay. That's what it's probably like when they're eating a sperm <laughs> at home. You're a woman and you want to get pregnant. Okay. Yes. Costs a hundred dollars to register and they do your blood work. They do all this stuff. And then after that, 700 bucks, a pop. And there's even on the website, it's all buy seven, get 5% off. What? Like it's like oh a thing. That's now, crazy. Here's the other thing. You know, you can't just send someone sperm in the mail and it comes in like a padded envelope. <laughs> you know, it doesn't just come rolling up through. UPS doesn't just throw it. Yeah. It doesn't just sit in your mailbox for hours and just cook. So it comes in to just get it shipped to your house. That also costs $225 because it comes in some, I wrote it down, a liquid, na- a liquid nitrogen vapor tank. Oh, wow. Okay. So it comes in something legit. And then I thought to myself, you know, when you and I did Blue Apron and stuff like that, <laughs> they send it with a ton of dry ice. Yeah. And I'm, you know, the, the cheap bastard. I put the driest back in my freezer <laughs> so I can use it in a cooler yeah, or some other time. So when you get this $225 liquid nitrogen vapor tank, you're not throwing it out, <laughs> right? But every time you do it, what are you doing with all this stuff? Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I can't imagine you can just dispose of that like in your home trash. All right. Exactly. Because it's $225 too. Yeah. What is that expensive that you use once and throw out? There is nothing that expensive. I wonder if you can like resell it on like eBay or Craigslist or something. Because mm-hmm. it probably looks pretty cool. It sounds fucking cool. I know. So. <laughs> I'm sure you open it up and then like all the smoke and the vapor yeah. comes billowing out. It has like lights in it. 
for Total, no reason. Oh, of course there's lights. And it's like, welcome, <laughs> Mr. Fields. It makes that <sighs> noise. That, oh, that's, that was yeah. so good. I mean, that's worth $225 right there. The Just noise. to hear the noise. Yeah. I'm sure some Foley artists, <laughs> you know, they call that Foley. Yes. We need to get a Foley guy for our podcast. Mick Foley, the wrestler? Why not? <laughs> Maybe he'll be on the show next week. So, and then, and then that's kind of it. And the way the woman does it is she just jams it in her <laughs> vagina. And it comes in like a, a, a turkey baster style thing. And then the directions are, you know, have an orgasm if you can. Yeah. Lift up your pelvis. Hold the sperms in there. And oh, they call it ejaculate a lot. That was kind of funny, too. I couldn't help but laugh. Like the word ejaculate yeah. is such a funny word. And it's also a word that's so odd that you never see it written out. Yeah. In our travels, I might read the word ejaculate <laughs> maybe once every two years. Is that like a more polite term than than semen? Maybe. Cuz I like ejaculate when I think of ejaculate, uh-huh. it's it's r- post come, like ex- right after you come. Oh. That's the ejaculate. But if it's in like a petri <laughs> Hold dish, on. like what like you like milk out like the final that business or what do you mean? No, but like like when you bust a nut, mm-hmm. that's the ejaculate. Right. Okay. But if you bust a nut into a petri, petri dish uh-huh. and leave it there for a few days, that's semen. That's no yeah. longer, because it, it okay. didn't just come out of your dick. When it's in the air, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. an ejaculate. <laughs> yes. That makes a lot more sense. And the second it hits the ground, once it's landed, <laughs> then it's semen, then it's cum. Yes. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Throw it back in the air, it's ejaculate. <laughs> Again, it's like a, a yo-yo, up and down. I, I My son, when he, we were reading his little um, How to Be a Big Boy book mm-hmm. that I was telling you about the other week, there was ejaculation in that book, too. And I said, you know, ejaculation also means to go like this. Like you can go like, like if you like ejaculate, like I'm ejaculating right now, Evan. And he thought that was pretty funny. So don't go to school and do that one though. No, big guy. please don't. I'm ejaculating on you. It's, 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 my dad taught me how to ejaculate on my 10 year old girlfriends at school. Don't do that. Please don't do that. So that's the lady side. Yeah. And then you just hope for the best. And you know, you really need to track your ovulation. And it says it has a pretty high success rate because it's just like having any kind of sex. Yeah. It's hit or miss. So that's the lady side. Mm-hmm. Now the donor. Oh, okay. One more thing about the lady side is you can really break down what you want mm-hmm. and it's online. Like right now, if you go to this website, you can say, I want somebody who's six, one, uh, Asian and that, 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 like you can break it down and oh, it'll wow. show you doesn't show you pictures, but it'll tell you if that profile has a picture. Because that's a big deal, too. I'll go into that when I talk about the donor side. <laughs> okay. Like, having a picture of yourself is important. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it's just it was amazing to me. I'm on this website. It's real people. No pictures. But just to see that. Now, the way it broke out was very how you would expect. Height, weight, and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. So, the ethnicities, though, are African black okay. descent. Uh, American Indian, Asian, European, Latino, Middle Eastern, and mixed. But then there's one other one, Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all of them, yeah, Jewish was listed as an ethnicity, and I kind of thought that was bullshit. Yeah. Do they not know that, like, Jewish is a religion? Right. And look, I get it. You know, somebody wrote us an email that they said I went too far last week. Because I said, like, I was a cheap ba- Jew bastard or something. Oh, okay. And maybe they're new to the show and don't know that I, like, I grew up Jewish. I had a bar mitzvah. 
I mean, I look pretty Jewish. I mean, like, come on. So I think that's the thing. Like, people obviously being Jewish is not an ethnicity, but out of all of the religions, yeah, because I think Jews stay together so much, mm-hmm. and it's so important. And again, that's really the reason why. Yeah. But I think everybody of most religions want to marry other people. So it kind of just made me laugh. Like, where's the Catholic sperm? <laughs> you know, where's the Mormon sperms? Yeah. I want some of that clean Mormon sperm. Well, maybe everyone just hates Jews so much that <laughs> that's the only thing they have to put there. You definitely don't want a Jew. I don't want <laughs> Jews. Get those out of the pool. Or maybe there's like anti-Semite groups who are just buying all the Jewish sperm. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hitting every donor. <laughs> They're just like, give me all your Jew sperm. Look, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Jewish. They're like, yeah, 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 I'm Jewish. I'm a Jewish woman. I just can't get enough of this Jew sperm. <laughs> And then they just bring it home and they just burn it while they're saying, like, you know, Heil Hitler or something. Oh, man. So fine. That's what you can do. Yeah. All right. As a guy, here's the deal. So you there's requirements. Okay. Obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, the blood work is very serious. Like, I'm making light of this. But, it, yes, there's, like, a holding time. Like, you can't go in there on a Monday and say, I'm ready to come. <laughs> Ladies, I've been holding back for three, four days. I got the goodness. I got the good stuff, really, right now. They're going to say, we're taking your blood. I think even stool, it even said. Oh, wow, okay. And so they're going to do all that stuff. And then six months later, they'll have you in. Jeez. So this is almost like buying a gun. Like There is a longer cooling off period (laughs) to give sperm than to buy a gun or a car. I mean, not even close with buying a gun. You can get a gun the same day in some places. Right. So, I mean, right. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Which should, there should, I can't think of any reason ever that you need a gun the same day. <laughs> you, you just don't. Apocalypse? Fine. If it's going down like Well, right I'm now. sure they'll be selling them. They won't just be looted out and, and stolen. Yeah. But if you're hunting, if you do want it for home protection, if you wake up at 10 a.m. and you say, I need a gun before the end of the day, you're going to have to buy it illegally or something. <laughs> so, anyhow, anyway. Um, they don't want any crazy person off the street. Mm-hmm. You know, I think homeless people can give blood probably, especially once you're in the system. And you know, if you're a homeless person and you, and you go by these requirements, then go for it <laughs> because you get 125 bucks per specimen. Okay. And it even said that most people make four to 600 bucks a month. Wow. You know, I mean, that's, let's, let's, when I see four to 600, I always think 600. Yeah. If it benefits me, I'm going in the high number. <laughs> so right now, I want to make this fun. 600 bucks a month, that's $7,200 a year. Buddy, <laughs> I would like $7,200 a year. Is that taxed? Does that get taxed? Ooh. So now I'm going to have to get a 1099 <laughs> from the sperm bank? I think so, because unless it's, what is it, under five grand or two grand? Yeah. There's loopholes. I thought it was under 10 grand, but... Well, that sounds the, a little high. The thing is, it's going to be taxed because they're going to want to write it off. Yeah. That's, that's the way true. to think of it. So they're going to be writing that off, and they're going to want you to sign something. Mm-hmm. So you need a social security card because that's one of the stipulations. You have to be an American citizen. Okay. Can't be illegal. You need to be between 20 and 39 years old. Okay. okay. Now, this is just this one sperm bank, I should just say. I didn't like research hundreds. <laughs> You know, I didn't spend the afternoon just tearing through New York. I mean, New York could be totally different. Yeah. So in Texas, maybe you can't even do it in Texas. You can't even jerk off in Texas. <laughs> they give you bull sperm instead. Bull sperm <laughs> and just say, hope for the best. 
And yeah, and I mean, there's other countries, there's other cities and other states where things like this are real gross. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't talk about sperm <laughs> or two dudes having sex. Ejaculate. Dude. It's ejaculate. <laughs> so you're right. Like imagine doing this in gross generalization here, but like a Georgia or just somewhere where I think you're probably, you're looked at funny yeah. if you even go into a place like this or you're given a hard time for being infertile or something. Yeah. Like, give me a, a freaking break. <laughs> okay, so you need to be between 20 and 39. You know what that means? I only got three more years. <laughs> I only have three more years to make 7,200 bucks, <laughs> so the absolute most money I can make in this venture is $21,600. Yes. I gotta get started. <laughs> like like yesterday, dude. <laughs> yesterday. I need to make up for lost time. <laughs> I need to start saving it now. Yeah. I'm just gonna start putting them <laughs> to the side. You can't keep them in your own freezer because that's the other thing about the liquid nitrogen. Mm -hmm. It needs to be colder than an actual freezer. Like you can't okay. get that cold at home. Like sperm can't just be zero degrees. Not cold enough. Even if you put like uh, like salt and water on the ice. Around it, like, it colder? Like, like you're making homemade ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and shake it around in a coffee can. I mean, that might make it a few degrees colder, <laughs> but not enough. Okay. Not enough. And then you, when the women do get it, it is frozen mm -hmm. and then you have to bring it up to room temperature and then like it said hold it in your hand or put it in your armpit to warm it up to body temperature so wow. you know that's what a gal should do <laughs> or just insert it it's so scientific <laughs> yeah i know right Seriously. just hold it in your hand just hold it in your hand <laughs> that's the thing the whole thing felt very uh, bootsy <laughs> You know, like you buy sperm, you throw it inside yourself. Like I thought it'd be a little more. We're doing, this is 17 minutes on sperm, <laughs> by the way. We're just rolling here. New record, guys. Just, it's rolling here. So 20 to 39. So okay. you can't be essentially in high school, mm -hmm. 20 year olds in high school. And 39 is not old. No. At all. No. But what kind of gal wants some old rankly sperms, <laughs> you know, that are puffing smoke? I mean, if it's a famous guy. Oh, like some George Clooney <laughs> spermers? Well, fine. And yeah, those would fetch a pretty penny. Yes. I'm sure. So, okay. You gotta be 20 to 39, mm -hmm. and you need to be at least 5'7". Oh, shit, really? Does that knock you out? Wow, it definitely <laughs> knocks me out, dude. Eddie, you're knocked out of the sperm that you can't what even the fuck, donate man? sperm. Oh, I can fucking buy some, though. <laughs> you can buy some. You know, here's what you do. You buy some, empty it out, put your own in, and send it back. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like their return policies like Costco yeah. or Nordstrom, <laughs> where they'll just take it back. No questions asked. This smelled bad. <laughs> it just it doesn't, it didn't feel right. And then they'll just put your sperm back on ice. You know, oh, this is still fine. That's fine. <laughs> We're good. But it'll be your sperm. Yeah. And you'll be totally tricking them. And there will be some gal who orders six foot one, white, <laughs> Jewish sperm, a.k.a. this guy. Oh, my God. She has a baby. And a Filipino baby that comes out. That would be out. hilarious, dude. And then who are they getting mad at? <laughs> so, all right. So the, as your guy, it's it's six months. That's the money you can make. And you get lots of bonuses the more you sort of... It's like a video game. Mm -hmm. If you get extra blood work done, they'll give you 500 bucks. If you do a background test, if you have medical records, and if you have a photo, but not of yourself as now. Because nobody wants to see a picture of your uh, old okay. ass self yeah. after you've had 30 years of drinking, smoking, living hard, living in the sun, that's gonna make women not wanna have a baby. Yeah. But if you have a picture of yourself as a two-year-old or a four-year-old, boom, they'll give you a bonus for that. <laughs> because that's what people wanna see, yeah. is what you looked like as a baby. Because mm -hmm. that's close-ish-ish -ish to probably what their baby might look like. Yeah. 
So I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I signed up. I signed you up. <laughs> well, I'm out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, man. They're going to be standing on your tippy toes. <laughs> I mean, five, seven, that's not fair. That's Yeah. That's So that and, and the Jewish thing, mm-hmm. I think this might be uh, a racist. It's offensive. <laughs> it's offensive. What about a short Jew? You know, he's not going to get any action <laughs> a here. A short and just like freshly 40 year old jew i know what are they gonna do man it's it's sad so the other thing though like i said is i wonder if you could buy it and then throw it around but like what i was getting at is they do like throw it around at a crime scene like -hmm. let's say you were a a crazy person or let's say you were a rapist as a man Mm -hmm. you buy this shit and at the scene of the crime you're leaving some sperm you bought yeah i wonder if that could get linked back because like if if i had sperm somewhere it's not in a database anywhere. Yeah. Like I've got like. That you know of. No, it's not. Like I've got clean raw sperm. You know, you can't trace it back to me. So hit Dan up. If so yeah. Clean you, raw sperm. If you need an alibi sperm, you know, to sprinkle at the scene of your crimes. Yes. You know who to call. And I'm going to make some good money on this. It sounds like a plan, man. Oh, Lord, I'm exhausted. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. Uh, oh, the butt tissue. Yes. All right. You know what? I tried it. The other day I was at a baseball game and it was so hot. Mm-hmm. I had jeans on. It was one of those accidental things where I, I kind of got thrown into this baseball game before I could realize what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Started off in the morning, real cold, put on jeans, got out there, was sweating. And I was worried I was going to sweat out. <laughs> I was worried I was going to ass out through my jeans. So like flip flop guy appeared to me <laughs> on my shoulder or like in the Lion King in the sky. Yeah. Or like a Luke Skywalker situation. I heard him mm-hmm. and he said, get a butt tissue, <laughs> get a BT. And I did. And I had a hard time with it. Yeah. Because I was at a baseball field where the tissue, it's not even one ply. Yeah. It's half a ply and it disintegrated and it got crumpled up and weird. You got to put some Charmin back yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, that real. was what I was saying when we last talked about it. Like, I just feel like how sweaty I know my ass gets. Right. I feel like it would just disintegrate and it would just be a horror show down there. <laughs> It'd be even worse. <laughs> it would be like streams of wet paper <laughs> yeah. just falling out of your asshole. Yeah. I don't. I, I wiped my forehead one time because I was sweating with like a cheap napkin mm-hmm. and just lint and shit all over my forehead. Didn't even know it. Like, still went, there. Went back. Yeah. Still there. Went back right. to the party. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, <laughs> man? I was like, what are you talking about? Your hair, though, when it's short like that is probably razor sharp. Yeah. It's pretty. It, it's like Velcro. Yeah. It will just chew through a shitty tissue or yeah. toilet paper. So I tried Flip Flop Guy. I'll give it another go. You know, I bet when he leaves the house, he probably throws some toilet paper in his pocket. Maybe, or maybe he equips himself before he leaves. Yeah. I don't know. And then he has a backup is. too. But you got to change it out. You know, change it out. I don't think he said anything about changing it out. I'm just, that's a pro tip for me, <laughs> flip flop guy. Cause I've definitely been like traveling, sweating, go to a, um, a bathroom mm-hmm. and I'll pull my pants down and like towel off everything. Yeah. The buttocks, the balls. <laughs> And one time I had, I pitted out so bad. I remember I got to my hotel room and I couldn't change shirts. So I used a hairdryer to <laughs> dry my armpit sweat. Stupid idea. Yeah. Because it's not like it's water, it's sweat and it's chemicals and it's stuff. It baked it into <laughs> it. And I think it ruined the shirt. And later on, it wouldn't get the stain out. Yeah. Because I heated it into the shirt, but I was dry. But I was dry. And now I use these natural deodorants. I've talked about that a lot on the Mm -hmm. show. And the fun side effect of it is it bleached my armpit hair. (laughs) 
So I have black hair, dark brown hair, and the curtains match the rug. You know, your boy has dark pubes. Mm -hmm. But my armpit hair is coming out almost red now. And not like Wendy's red, but it's sort of like chestnutty brown red. Okay. But it's enough to where you look at it and it's you think, that's not the color hair that's on the rest of your body. (laughs) Why is your chest hair different from your armpit hair? Does it does it bother you? Or are you like, oh, this is awesome? I think it's awesome. (laughs) All the ladies love it. Oh yeah. My wife. Your wife, when I pop my top (laughs) When I peel off my blouse and she sees it, she loves it. She loves it. <laughs> Good so, <to> know. <laughs> so shout out Butt Tissue Guy. Uh, also shout out to Dan Fan on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Great listener of the show. He's always talking to me on Twitter. I, I figured I'd give him a shout out. Um, you know what also is happening is I have this cat, Jack. Mm-hmm. And Jack is 15. My wife and I got him right when we started dating. So this cat is almost in a way a symbol of my wife and my relationship mm-hmm. and not just marriage because we had this cat before we were engaged, before we moved, before we had kids. And of course, like any animal, now that I have children, he's around. I yeah. love him. You know, he lives in the garage. He doesn't even want to come in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not just me being silly. Like I, he just doesn't want to live in the house. Yeah. He doesn't like the dog. He, I think he thinks of the garage is like his place. Yeah. <laughs> that's like his bachelor pad and he's hella old. And I do this stupid bit on Snapchat. Uh, my name on there is Sift Show, S-I-F-T Show, where I, I come up on Jack and I say, hey, are you sleeping or dead? Because mm-hmm. he's old enough to where I kind of thought he could just die. <laughs> and I made a joke about it. He was nowhere near death. He's a strong, good cat. He was always sleeping. Mm-hmm. It was funny and it was cute and people seemed to enjoy it. However, a couple weeks ago, he got real sick. <laughs> and shit got serious. <laughs> and I couldn't even make a joke. Like I thought to myself, oh, goody, it's all happening. Now I can do a sleeping or dead and I can fulfill the joke. <laughs> he will be dead. But no, it was terrible and I felt really bad. And, and now he's doing really good. Oh, um, okay. But the funniest thing is, is my family, my sister, my mom, my dad, they have never been more interested in something in my life <laughs> ever. Like they are so hardcore animal people, mm-hmm. so hardcore that my dad, who will text me once or twice a week, like, hey, hope you're good. Yeah. Like he's checking in every day now. Oh, wow. How's Cat? How's Jack? How's it going? And they know that ultimately I'm, I am going to probably have to put him to sleep here in a mm-hmm. week or two. Who knows? Maybe he'll live another year. His quality of life is fine. He's eating, he's drinking, he's shitting, he's oh, not okay. in pain. So he's fine. He's going to be okay. But I also feel like I could wake up tomorrow and he could be totally dead. Yeah. And this makes me think of something. Somebody wrote us a question that I never read, and it was, if we have any pets buried in our backyard. I, I know you don't. I mean, there's really nowhere in your yeah. backyard. Like, if you buried a pet in your backyard, <laughs> it'd be under, like, rock or it'd be odd. Yeah, that'd be very weird. You know, I have a field behind my house. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, this would be great. I'll go out there. I'll dig them a grave. You know, I don't know what I'll put the cat in, mm-hmm. like, a sack or a, a, a pillowcase that I want to get rid of mm-hmm. and I'll put him in the ground and then I'll know like, Hey, there he is. You know, I'm not going to, I mean, I have grandparents in graves and I don't go visit the graves and kneel on the grave mm-hmm. and say, grandpa, I hope I'm doing you proud. <laughs> no, like they're dead. That's their like bag of bones. Mm-hmm. So with, in the, in the cat's case, I don't mean to say I want it out there so I can go like, you know, cry. <laughs> It's part of me just thinks it'd be kind of cool. Like, (laughs) hey, you know, back there, that's where Jack's body is. Yeah. It's a fun story. You know, anything for a story. 
and my wife is not having it. No? She's all, that's not our property. That's illegal. What if everybody was burying their pets <laughs> out there? You know, what if everybody who thought that place was beautiful buried a pet? And I said, if somebody really wanted to, they probably would. Yeah. You know, I had a neighbor down the street and I saw her walking very weirdly with like a shoebox <laughs> out into the field alone. She burying something out there. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I figured it was like a hamster yeah. or something. So, I mean, in my cat's case, I say, why not? <laughs> so Nicole said, hey, bury him in our backyard. And I said, no, I don't want him in the backyard. It's too close to home. Yeah. First of all, his ghost will haunt the house. <laughs> I can't have any of that. Second of all, what if just for some reason, five years from now, I forget about it mm. and we're re-landscaping <laughs> and I dig up my dead cat. Yeah. I mean, no. But out behind my house, by a tree, it would just be kind of fun to know when we're walking or riding bikes, but there's Jack. <laughs> there's Jack's corpse. I'm not saying I need a headstone. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll erect a huge eight-foot cross or something <laughs> with lights. You can put it on your car. Do a big decal on your car. <laughs> oh, my God. With, like, in loving memory yes. of Jack. You know, I want one of those so yes. bad. So bad. People, I want some people to do that for me now that I'm living. <laughs> Where it just says 1981 Dash. Just in loving. Dash, still killing it. Still killing it. Still alive. Because it wouldn't be in loving memory. It would just be shout out. Shout out to Dan. Yeah. 1981. (laughs) So anyhow, I'll keep everyone posted about Jack. I do love him. He's a great boy. And, you know, we'll see. So... I, I'm sorry that Jack was no, sick. No, thank you. I'm glad that he feels better. Um, but mm-hmm. you reminded me of two things. Yes. Uh, one, when I was a kid, I had a mouse as a pet. Mm-hmm. And I what got was his a, name? Uh, <laughs> it was Dog. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> I wanted a dog. That's adorable. Um, so I had a mouse and super, like, just a real docile, like, mouse. Like and a then, feeding mouse? Like a tiny little turret yeah, mouse? Okay. like a little white, tiny mouse. Okay. So I was like, oh, he needs a friend. So I got another mouse, and this mouse started eating my original mouse dog like bit its ear off oh my goodness fighting yeah every time i would try to pick up this this new mouse it would like bite me right so i was like fuck this i don't want this mouse anymore and which hold on real quick i mean the thought that you just could buy another wild mouse (laughs) and like hey they're mice yeah they're gonna get along like no problem i mean of course they fought yeah nonstop. so yeah so i i didn't want this mouse anymore so i, I took it and put it in a shoebox mm-hmm. and i rode my bike out to the desert mm-hmm. i was in vegas at this right. time obviously and i put the shoebox on the ground and i had a big rock and i was gonna oh smash it with a big rock you couldn't just let him go i couldn't just let him go and I was, so i i had the big rock in my hand and i was about to smash it on the box and then I, I had to change a heart. You just let him go. Yeah. Well, I left the box there. I didn't like open it. Oh. I assume, <laughs> you left the box closed. I assume he got out. You could have just take the lid off, <laughs> no, you sadist. Man. Fuck, that, fuck that mouse, dude. Dog. He ate the ear of the other mouse, man. They were fighting. That's... You know? No. What are you going to do? You come into my house and mess with my mouse. Yeah, I guess so. Hardcore. Um, well... And then another story that reminded me, uh, that I was reminded of, was mm-hmm. my dad buried our dog in our backyard when I was a kid. Just like in the grass? Like, where in, did he uh, bury it? In it the was just box? like a dirt lot. We had a big backyard. It was okay. just all dirt, basically. Okay. <laughs> and I wake up one morning, and we're like, oh, where's Magic? And our mom's like, oh, last night he, he passed away, and your dad's burying him in the backyard. And so we went in the backyard, and he's already mm-hmm. like halfway covering up the grave. But now that I'm thinking of it, 
we only had magic for like a week and my dad really didn't want us to have the oh, dog. <laughs> so he either killed the dog and buried right. it or killed the dog and served it to us as a no dish. No way. <laughs> he would never have done that. I don't know, man. I like, I try to ask my dad these days and he's like, I don't remember. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Cause I mean, he would have to skin that dog. Yeah. That would be awful. Yeah. He probably gave it away, but that would be an awfully long con to say, okay, we're going to give the dog away. Oh shit. We can't say that. Uh, just say he died, but you're gonna have to bury a hole in the backyard. Okay, fine. I'll bury a hole. I'll dig a hole in the backyard. We'll say magic died. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Your dad's hardcore. I know, man. One time I was in the mall parking lot with my parents and I found a dog, a bat, uh, I'm sorry, a cardboard box mm-hmm. that someone had just left it there in the parking lot and inside were a bunch of puppies and they had rubber bands around their snoots. What? Probably your dad dropped <laughs> Probably, them off. Dude. One of them had a tag, said magic. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, and I remember my parents, you know, were freaking out and like, you know, called, my mom probably called 911 <laughs> and said, there's a basket of puppies there. I mean, yeah, people came, they took them, yeah. but I can still remember how awful it was. These poor dogs. I mean, what kind of person is going to throw a basket of dogs in the street and muzzle them with rubber bands? Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's like the craziest part. I was talking about 101 Dalmatians the mm-hmm. other day. There's those two criminals are supposed to kill and skin the dogs. Like <laughs> the, the shows gloss over that really quickly. Yeah. Like Peter Pan. Have you seen the classic Peter Pan anytime soon? Uh, No, not recently. There's so much Indian stuff in it. Oh, is there? There is an insane amount of red man, red skin, Indian. And the Indians are the natives of the island that Peter Pan is on. Mm -hmm. Because Captain Hook is just there on his ship. They don't live on the island. Mm -hmm. They just have their ship. And then on the island is Peter Pan, but also the natives. And the natives are like, I mean, they're like hardcore stereotypical awful stereotype wow okay and there's one of them her name is tiger lily and captain hook kidnaps her okay dude i haven't seen this show my wife gets it from the library the kids are watching it in the back of the car while i'm driving (laughs) and i'm listening to it and i'm thinking holy shit like this is not cool yeah it's just and it's a stupid weird like yeah it's a it's an odd odd cartoon huh the funny thing about it though is you remember a few episodes ago or maybe a year ago I was saying how there was a time in TV where it was like fat, stupid dad and hot mom. Yeah. And there was a lot of shows like that. Peter Pan's the same way. Like the mom in Peter Pan looks like the same cell drawing of Cinderella. Oh, yeah. You know, they like recycled the Cinderella. Mm -hmm. And then the dad looks like some big bulbous jackass. And it made me laugh like, man, even in the 50s, it's like beautiful, perfect mom and big yelling dad who's flying off the handle yeah. and he's, he's always pissed off. <laughs> and then the mom is like, perfect. And aye, aye, what a time to have to live up to those expectations. Yeah, that's crazy. Back then. All right. We're all over the place. Uh, Jack, um, you know what's been coming up on my phone a lot is the death penalty, all these notifications. Like I just restarted my phone and reinstalled CNN and there's all these people like getting put killed like the death penalty oh, really i guess i always assumed the death penalty was happening all the time yeah but i guess not like i guess it's not something that happens like every single day which i found oh, kind of really? surprising yeah i'm actually surprised too i think there's tons and tons and thousands and thousands of people on death row mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be put to death but i think you have so many chances to overturn it to show your forgiveness to do all this stuff so the people that actually get put to death i think are are more few 
And I, that kills me. Like I'm, I'm like a pretty anti death penalty guy. Yeah. Only because of the thought, what was that movie where was Kevin Spacey in it? Where it was like a guy and it was like about the death penalty. And it was a, a professor who was super anti death penalty. And in order to prove that innocent people can be uh, killed, mm-hmm. put to death by the death penalty, he framed himself in order to get caught. I don't think I've seen this. But he had to be killed. Like, he had to prove it. Like, he couldn't just be a professor who said, like, oh, you framed me for the murder. Actually, I didn't do it. Like, that wouldn't be good enough. Mm -hmm. So he had to frame himself, get caught, get prosecuted, and then after he died, he released all this evidence that said, you just killed me. I'm innocent. Now that's on you. That's why we shouldn't have the death penalty. Jeez. It was a great movie. That's the whole movie, so you don't have to watch it. But I can't remember for the life of me the name of it. Uh, yeah, I've never even heard of that movie. I don't Where's think. Dylan when I need him? <laughs> I need some movie trivia from that idiot. All right. Let's move on. Let's do it. Let's do some questions. Here we go. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. We got answers. All right. Yeah, I meant to talk about this question. So anyways, saveforthishow.com slash contact, saveforthishow at gmail.com. The thing about our contact form is it's anonymous. And that kind of drives me crazy sometimes because I want to write back to people so bad. Mm -hmm. And there's some people that I want to just reply to, but I don't want to talk about on the show. I don't want to waste (laughs) airtime. So if you ask me a question or you really want to reply please leave your email because mm. I would be more than happy to write you back. But yeah, this person wrote in and said, that dirty broke-ass Jew comment really crossed the line that shouldn't have been crossed. I'm not Jewish and even I was offended. So why were you offended then? <laughs> You're not Jewish. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, yes, you can understand. Like During like all the Black Lives Matter stuff, mm. a lot of people wrote in saying, giving me shit, like just because I'm not black, like I'm not allowed to like care for black people <laughs> or something. If this is what this person's saying, that even they were offended, I don't think any Jews, Jews get so much shit. You know what shit I got growing up for being Jewish? Like For a, like a year, my nickname was Dan Jew. Okay, like my skin is so fucking thick yeah. that if, if I heard another person say like dirty broke ass Jew, that's buddy, that's like a, a pinprick. Yeah. Dog. So dog, sorry, dog, 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 dog. <laughs> he goes on to say, and you've been married a long enough time to figure out how to put together a decent birthday celebration for your wife. <laughs> Or at least crowd surf for inspiration instead of being a dick about it. The mother of your children only gets dollar store crap? You suck at buying gifts, hire someone, and take the credit. Fuck, your wife is the real MVP in your relationship, eh? I hope you put forth some effort to do better next year and set a better example for your children. <laughs> so my wife clearly wrote that. <laughs> no, I mean, this person does have some points. I guess I never really thought of it that way, that if my kids see me being a shitty gift giver, they're going to say, well, I'm going to model that behavior. <laughs> Just like if I was like an alcoholic, abusive dad, yeah, they would model that. Okay, fine. You know, but the thing is, I'm nice to my wife. Oh, you're long, buddy. <laughs> I'm not one of these dads that has to do something nice on her birthday. Yeah. You know, I buy her roses. If I buy my wife roses, she says, why are you wasting money on this shit? Exactly. Also because she doesn't like roses. <laughs> And she'd be pissed that I bought her flowers that she knows I don't like. Yeah. She likes. So anyhow, he's right. I probably should do a little bit better. And I'll, I will. I'll try. I'm, I'm just saying, if you base the, the love for your wife on the dollar amount of 
that's the, true too. The decorations or your gift, then that's very true. You don't have a very strong relationship. No, <laughs> that's true. Exactly. <laughs> yes. If that's like my one time a year to show her I love her, we're doomed. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I show my wife every day that I love her. Yeah. By doing a hundred different things. <laughs> so anyhow, let's do another question. Hello, Dan and Eddie. You guys brought up a subject that's been on my mind lately, sex ed. My son is 12 in sixth grade, and I haven't seen any paperwork come from home in regards to upcoming sex education. I started when I was in fourth grade, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. All right, pause. This person had sex in the fourth grade. No judgment here, but my son's in fifth grade, and that would just blow my mind. Is that what they're saying? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're totally right. That's like I was like, insane. wait, did I miss something? Right. They, okay, sorry. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> she must have started sex ed. Yeah. And maybe they do start it a little earlier with girls because you're developing breasts. You're, maybe you have a period. Like, I don't know. What, how, what age do girls have their first period? I think it's getting younger and younger these days. From milk. <laughs> and drinking milk. Yeah, I think that's part of it. All right. So, okay. So she goes on to say, and you're right. So she had sex ed in fourth grade. I live in a somewhat conservative town, and I'm wondering if the schools have done away with it. Uh, my son takes really long showers these days and acts super fishy when I walk into his room. It's gotten to the point where I stomp really loud down the stairs to avoid any awkward situations. What I'm getting at is, should I have the talk with him? Um, oh, and his dad and I are separated, and the dad refuses to talk to him about those things. So let me know what you'd prefer. Be honest. PJ's got wet. PJ's stay wet. Jerry, who's a gal. So, yeah, PJ's got wet from wet dreams. <laughs> got to talk to your son about it. Yeah. Excuse me. He's in sixth grade, and if you don't talk to him about it, somebody's going to tell him something crazy. His mm -hmm. friends will bring in a hustler, and they'll say that you get girls pregnant. You, you won't get girls pregnant if you have sex doggy style. Yeah. Or something. You don't have to wear a condom if you do a doggy style. <laughs> like some dumbass kid will spread that rumor if you don't tell your kid. So I told her, you know what you should do? is go for a drive because a lot of times it's easier to have a hard conversation with somebody if you don't have to sit down with them and stare at them in the face yeah go for a walk you're side by side go for a drive you're side by side just to make him feel better don't go to the soda shop and get an ice cream <laughs> with two spoons and say let's talk about ejaculate <laughs> no that would be a bad way of doing it and what's up with his dad not wanting to be involved in that yeah like, that's kind of an opportunity for him to be closer to his dad. Of course, the mom can do it. No problem. But why not, Dad? Yeah, definitely. Get a life. I say just have him listen to our show, and he'll learn everything he needs oh to Oh, my know. God. Because mm -hmm. um, I think we give excellent advice to um, young prepubescent children yeah. about growing up. So, yeah, check it out. You know, why don't you have your son give me a call, <laughs> Jerry? I'll talk to your son. I'm sure your, your ex-husband would just love that. <laughs> And I'm sure the authorities would love that too. <laughs> if I could teach some strange, you know, 12 year old about sex ed, let me do it. Uh, okay. Here's another question and then we'll, we'll do our real treats. Uh, let's see here. How about you and Eddie do a hot tub podcast? You could do this while your families are on vacation together in Vegas. I imagine you both wearing bathing suits. How long do we have to wait until one of your listeners writes some Dan and Eddie erotic fan fiction? Here's my title suggestion. While the wives are away, the guys will play. Okay, did I feel like we've we've said this on the show already? Unless erotic we, fan fiction. Okay, I feel like not this question. Not this question. I could have sworn we talked about a hot tub. Unless you told really? you told that to me like off. If I've already read this question on the show, there's a very good chance <laughs> my mind is slipping, <laughs> slipping, buddy. Yeah. So if any listener does want to write in some erotic fan fiction, that would be great. 
do it. Yeah. Just do it. And it can be about Eddie and I go to the sperm bank. <laughs> That's the premise. You know, okay. Eddie and I go down there and Eddie comes out and he's like, man, I'm having a, having a real hard time getting this sperm <laughs> out, Dan. And I go in there and say, oh man, let me talk to you about it. Let's see what's going on. And then boom. Okay, That's so you're at the, the bottom then. <laughs> no, I'm jerking you off into, into a vial. Okay. Okay, you know, let, let's be reasonable here. Let's be reasonable. <laughs> so either way, please, <laughs> get us your erotic <laughs> fan fiction. Yes. And we'll read it. And, you know, or, or a dirty limerick. Dirty you know, limerick. Nobody wants to sit down and write a book. I That's mean, hard. maybe a graphic novel mm-hmm. or, a, or a comic strip. Maybe comic, it's a comic strip. strip. Erotic comic strip. You know, yeah, English Paul could do us a <laughs> an erotic comic strip. Oh man! Shout out to English Paul because he's he's called, he's, he's uh, throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. He's not doing any more cartoons except one more. I'm not just saying like in general he's done. Mm-hmm. Like Paul is an illustrator for work and by trade, and the cartoon thing that he experimented with us, we were the first and we're gonna be the last. Nice. So he's making us one more, and then he's hanging it up. <laughs> So thank you for immortalizing us. Ending on a high note. Super high note. (laughs) Okay. So let's do a real treat and we will call it a night. All right, Eddie, what are you feeling this week? What's your real treat? My real treat is a movie. Yeah. um, And it's called Get Out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone's heard of that movie already. Yeah, the Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, um, really good, man. Super fun movie. Mm-hmm. Really weird. My wife enjoyed it, and she told me the next day. She's like, "I just been thinking about that movie like all day. It's, it was so crazy." Because it has like it's racism and yeah. scary and yeah, funny exactly. and just the whole thing. I haven't seen it yet. It's it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, I would definitely suggest to watch it. I have to find it. Uh, I can give it to you. Well, you know, that, that that's related to my real treat. Oh, okay. You know, so in this day and age, it's scary out there. You know, our rights are being stripped away, Eddie. They're selling our internet histories. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a real thing. Like, Congress is passing laws that's stripping back all of these privacies mm-hmm. and things that we're supposed to have. So you and I talked about this a little bit. You can get what's called a VPN. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of complicated. It it kind of makes you really vulnerable. Like if you cozy up with the wrong VPN. And basically what that does is it's what it stands for, a virtual private network. So it makes everything you do on the internet, your internet service provider mm-hmm. can't tell. So here in California, we've got Comcast. Uh, I can't even think of any other ones. But those are the people you pay money to to get your internet cox is another one Mm -hmm. i don't know so they're horseshit piece of shit bad companies anyways like the fact that you have to pay money for a service makes sense Mm -hmm. but the fact that you have to pay more money for better faster as if it's it's like an expendable thing yeah like it's not oil you know you shouldn't have to pay extra for more data on your phone who cares they just never got away (laughs) it's not uh, it's a renewable resource yeah so the internet should be free anyways. So this is how they're going to make money is they're going to anonymously track what you do and then sell that to advertisers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, with a VPN, none of that shit's tracked. Yeah. And I, you know, listen, I don't wear a tinfoil hat. Like I'm not that scared about it. Mm-hmm. But if you are, and I found this great way, there's a, a web browser. The web browser is what you use to go online. Most people use Chrome 
A lot of people use Safari. Lord knows if you use Internet Explorer, then you are in the dark ages. <laughs> but that's not really fair because a lot of people just use what comes on their computer. Yeah, that's true. Most of the time, it's Internet Explorer. Get off that now. <laughs> like, Internet Explorer is so vulnerable. You're getting spyware and malware. And you may say, why is my computer so slow? It's because of that bullshit. Mm -hmm. So Chrome is certainly the best one, the one that Google makes. But they don't have a built-in VPN. Mm -hmm. And there's another browser called Opera. Yeah. And Opera does. So if you're a person that really wants to hide what you do, get the Opera browser. So yeah. I'm trying to convert over to that. And because I hate to leave Chrome because I love it. Mm -hmm. But Google will never build anything in like that because Google... They make all their money by selling your shit. Yeah. 90% of Google's revenue comes from advertising. Oh, yeah. You know, Google doesn't make anything. Yeah, I guess they've got some dumb phones and some VR headsets. That doesn't make any money. <laughs> all their money comes from AdWords and Google.com and all that. So all they want is data. So they're never going to make a VPN where they're not going to be tracking your data yeah. and reading your data. So do it. That's great advice. Opera. I'm wondering, though, if... If, say, you're into torrenting, mm -hmm. would that VPN still work? No. Because, okay. Only for the browser. Only for finding the torrents. Gotcha. Okay. Downloading them. And I don't even download the torrents. I use the magnet. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so you use the magnet. I mean, no, I don't, I don't no, illegally okay, I know, download fair. anything. I mean, is this worse to talk about than if you and I are like, I like doing heroin? <laughs> People wouldn't care, but now this is like evidence against us. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. So... No, I think you need to have a true VPN that masks your uh, internet mm -hmm. in order to torrent. Yeah. Okay. And that's a whole different story, which, you know, we've, we've talked about. But yeah, for the pedestrian who just doesn't want any of their information going to Uncle Sam or to Comcast, mm -hmm. Opera. Do <laughs> opera. it. Opera. Okay. All right. Shall we call it a night? Yeah. A couple things. Uh, if anybody wants to get some merch, I'm, I think I'm going to redo everything. Okay. You know, I joked about this last week about the mugs and the shirts and things are selling, but nowhere near how they used to. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we've just sort of hit critical mass and the people that want something have got it. You know, I can't expect to sell a hundred t-shirts a day. Mm -hmm. Can't sell more t-shirts than listeners of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and once you have one, you're done. Yeah. So I think they're too expensive. I'm going to try to find a new avenues for it. But until then though, yeah, store.saveforthe uh, there is a bunch of cool stuff up there. And Patreon, if anyone wants to get patreon.com slash show, and we'll give you guys a shout out for there. Um, and that's it. And that's cool. it. So for this week, Amanda Hug and Kiss, our good friend, every week he makes us a Sifstery where he plucks a joke from an old episode and puts it with a song. This week is from episode 197, and Amanda titled this Just a Peek. And the song is called Sneak a Peek by Boonesboro. <laughs> Boonesboro. So that's that. It's playing. All right. Otherwise, this has been episode 239 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Uh, if you and Eddie were pissing side by side, would either of you guys lean over and take a peek just to see what he was working with? <laughs> And so let's say, let's set the scene. You and I are at Giants, AT&T Park, watching okay. the game. We're probably 48 beers deep. I mean, we've been drinking all day. You know, we got there early. Mm -hmm. We took the train in. We had mimosas, Bloody Marys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of blood talk in this episode. And no, but, you know, by the time we're at this piss trough, you and I have got like a fat stream 
Okay. I'm talking like the seal is the seal doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> you're just having to piss every half an hour because you've been drinking so hard. Mm-hmm. And you know we, we mosey up there. Yeah, I might I might do that thing. I'm not gonna like look at your dick, but I would probably try to get a peripheral like shot just to see like you know what's going on down there. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not actively trying to see your dick. Right. <laughs> but I'm not actively um, not turning away. You know what I'm saying? I'm not closing my eyes while I'm pissing. Uh Eddie, we just came out to each other <laughs> on this episode tonight. No, but you're totally right. And like, I'm kind of curious, like, what your pubes situation is like. <laughs> like, you know, just like I want to know the whole story. Smooth as eggs. Oh, thank goodness. The whole the whole Eddie story. I want to see your pearls. <laughs> um, but no, I, I wouldn't do like a full blown look at you. But knowing that you would kind of look at me if we ever do have to piss next to each other, I'll make sure I chub up <laughs> a little bit. Like I'll walk into the bathroom, kind of like oh, like rubbing it to kind of get it going a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's weird, man. It's, I'm uh... sorry. <laughs> You know, I, I mentioned the show The Leftovers that I'm watching on HBO now, and it's great. There's a ton of dick in it. Oh, like is I, there? There's probably like five or six times I can think of seeing, not the lead guy's dick. Okay. Don't get excited. Damn That's it, That's smoking hot Justin <laughs> Thoreau, or whatever his name is. You don't see his dick. You see other guys' dicks, and they're all pretty big. And I kind of feel like, like as an actor, if you're on a show and you say you're going to do a nude scene, I would almost have my claws like, look, man. Like, I got to kind of have a little bit of a heart on here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, you can't be out there. Even if you have a small dick, you got to at least let them, you know, juice you up a tiny bit. So you think they have like a fluffer on set? I just bet the guy is sort of like, like rolling uh, a quarters, <laughs> like a roll of quarters in his hand. Like he's always just sort of just touching his own dick. Cause then when it's like, and action, you're like, here it is. Zinc. <laughs> I mean, you deserve that. I, yeah, but I feel like it'd be so hard to get a, a boner in those situations. I know, it'd even be like a half shove. Yeah, because I mean, there's pl- like dozens of people around, mm-hmm. and it's just it's not a sexual situation. You got to be a professional. You got to be a professional, and you're probably a little nervous about your performance. Yeah. So the whole thing, man. That's what I'm saying. You deserve to have a little bit of a dick because you're probably super nervous, and you would have a small shriveled dick <laughs> at that time. So. When Eddie and I, if, if we ever do a movie and we get naked, <laughs> just let my lawyer know if you're listening. I want in my contract that I can have a little bit of a boner yes. if I'm going to be naked on cinema. I had you on my mind. I saw you in a dream. I dreamt about the day and lost my job. I really want to hold you a certain kind of way. I can't just hold anything. Sneak a peek. Ooh, 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 yeah. 
Like, I feel like if I'm going to let something sort of pseudo-gay happen, I would be the catcher. Okay. Like, I just, in, in the realm of the world, like, <laughs> I'm just saying. And I don't know if that's, like, less gay or more gay or, or whatever. <laughs> okay, well, we've we've had a similar conversation before. Have so we? you would be the catcher, but yes. would you also pitch after? Would you no. want to reach around? Zero. No, this, a is, a one, this is a one-way stroke. Oh, okay. Yeah, just me, and I'm out. <laughs>